welcome to Reality Tea Times 2, the podcast where we discuss all the trash reality TV we love to hate. I'm Tanika, and today we're going to be discussing the final episode of Love is Blind. And of course, as usual, Sharon is here with me. So, there's nothing to discuss on the top of the episode. We're going to jump right in right now. Okay, so we're here talking the very last episode of Love's Blind, The Reunion. Sharon is here with me again. Hi, Sharon. Yeah. Oh, no worries. I feel like I... I You're part was, of this now. <laughs> yeah, like I was here throughout the whole ride, mm-hmm. and then my stop is approaching. Yeah. Love's Blind is over. I know. And unfortunately, I don't watch any of the other shows that you talk about. So I've I'll- tried to get you F what Island started yesterday. Because we're recording this on a Tuesday and it started yesterday. And I told you it's very similar oh, to Love Island. You should hop I, on it. Yeah, I thought I thought you didn't know when it was gonna like re No, like, I knew re-air. I knew when it was coming. Like I knew it was in October. I just couldn't remember the day when I last saw you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um because I think I saw you one in August, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't, um, I didn't quite remember the dates then, but okay. it did start yesterday. I think you'll like it. I think you'll like the concept of F Boy Island. So if you, mm-hmm. if you hop on and <laughs> okay. you decide to watch it, cause I know it's airing, um, I know it's part of CW now because it used to be a part of HBO, which we could have gotten it on Crave. Mm-hmm. I can check after and see if it actually is on Crave. So I'm not sure. Yeah. But it is like airing on like regular cable as well. Okay. It's kind of taken over um Bachelorette's or Bachelor's regular time slot now. Mm-hmm. Um since they're not airing anything on a Monday right now for them. Mm. So yeah, it started yesterday. And I think there's two episodes. Okay. Gathered from what I gathered with the recording. Um, haven't watched it yet, but I think you'll like it. Yeah. I love okay. the concept of F O Island. So it's just stupid fun. It's stupid <laughs> fun. Um, so maybe if you hop on that, we can get you back on. Yeah, maybe, maybe I will. You'll then. let me know. You'll yeah. let me know. Yeah, let me know where it is, and then I'll and then yeah. I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, well, I'll figure it out before we log off, and I can tell you if it's on Crave. If you have Crave, no, but no? I have, I have like, um, I have everything else. Like I have, while well, I have Prime. And I, it wouldn't be on Netflix. It wouldn't be on Disney Plus. But then I, no. if it's not like Prime, then I'll probably, and it's not on Crave because I can't. I think I could get Crave, but if it's not on those two, I can give you. I can give you my account. Oh my god, this is a level up in our friendship. <laughs> Seriously, I share like I share Discovery Plus with with Ava. I mean, can't include my boyfriend in that. He gets included on in everything. So whatever. Yeah. But yeah, no, I can include you on Crave if you're really interested. I can. You can have it as long as obviously it's there, and then you can you can have you can have it. This is such a mm-hmm. milestone. Mm-hmm. I need to mark this day, October seventeenth, guys. <laughs> wow! Uh, yeah, I'm honored. I'm honored. Oh, you're welcome. I am. Thank you. Okay, we'll talk okay. more later. <laughs> yes, we will. Yes, we will. So, initial thoughts on the reunion. What do you think? Okay, my initial thoughts are very short. Um, but one, I think it was better than, um, better than the last years and the year before. 
So I think, are. yeah, yeah. I feel like the third seasons was blah. Fourth yeah. seasons, I think, was just so clouded by the mess. Yeah, it was so um, garbage. Yeah, but at least, at least Jackie made some sort of appearance. As the villain of Love's Blind <laughs> season four. Yes. Okay. Uh, 100%. 100%. I was like, Uchi didn't show up. And I was like, I'm sorry, but like, that is a guilty man. He's a fucking coward. Um, however, and then, you know, me doing my little social media stalking, I stalked his, um, Instagram. So I, mm. um, he does lay out some information on his Instagram that we could talk about. Um, I could like mention later. Sure. Uh, but initial thoughts, I was like, Mm-mm. like, you're not showing up, you guilty. And why are you not showing up? Like, don't make me, yeah. like, I was so mad. I was like, we almost had a good, uh, a good run. In yeah. The um, I think, I think when it comes to people who decide that they don't want to be a part of a reunion or a tell all or whatever, yeah. it's like, you know, you're fucking guilty. Yeah. Because I feel like, this is probably one of the only times. I mean, there was again for our 90 day watchers UK, one of the players of that didn't show up on the tell all either, mm-hmm. but that's because like she has a lot of drama going on. Obviously, for those who know, I'm talking about Katie and Alejandro, they didn't show up yeah. because they've been going through a divorce and it was very much out there that they were going through a divorce. Let's forget her NDAs, I guess. But we knew that they were going through a divorce and that there's a lot of drama. She's now pregnant. Yeah. No, before. So that made sense to me that she wasn't there. But any mm-hmm. other player who's never shown up on a tell-all, for example, fucking Joffrey from 90 Day, he didn't fucking show up because they fired him immediately after he had a domestic violence charge, which we all know the outcome of that now. Mm-hmm. Um, peace, motherfucker. Enjoy jail for 18 years. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I understand those moments because you've been either a fired, we don't want you part of this, yeah. you're toxic to some degree, mm-hmm. um, to a point where even production doesn't want you there. So then those are the people like Joffrey, for example, did go on his, his Instagram before he got locked up mm-hmm. and said, you know, here's my piece, you know, no one yeah. gave a shit. Yeah. Uche, you're not in prison. Mm-hmm. You're, you weren't fired. As far as we know, yeah. you just decided to distance yourself for two different things. Mm-hmm. There's no reason why you couldn't have been here. Yeah. Especially when. They literally say, Nick or Vanessa, whichever one it was, literally says, we extended an invitation to Uche, but he decided not to come. Yeah. But then you decide, okay, I'm not going to come, but let me do it on my Instagram live or whatever and uh-huh. explain everything. It's yeah. Like, hey, that's literally you trying to control the narrative. Yeah. Another narcissistic trait. Mm-hmm. I think, I think for sure, like if you're going to be part of this show, like you're going to, y- you will have to uh balance your time between you know these responsibilities versus like your like your work or your life responsibilities um and Uchi doesn't come across as a man who's like oh like you know very disorganized or like he can't do oh, that no. or no. you know like he it's I think it's definitely I think he had an excuse in the books prepared and it just definitely he took advantage of that to not show up because he mm. on his like Instagram, he basically said like he had like um like a business trip 
Um, <laughs> let me really actually read what convenient. it. Let me actually read what it exactly says. But yeah, okay. just, yeah, it was very convenient. Like you know, it just seems like it. It seems like it could have, like you could have showed up, but like mm-hmm. you decided to use this as something to not show up. Right. Um. So he said, "Oh, I have to go all the way to the Q and A. One sec. Okay. okay While you're so saying, he, okay, go ahead. I found go it. Ahead. Okay. He said, unfortunately." I was unable to attend the reunion due to being out of town on a business trip. As an entrepreneur, building my company is a big part of my life and it has taken me seven years to get to where I am. My time is is finite. Oh my God, look at me struggling. <laughs> no, it doesn't even say infinite. It says finite. F-I-N-I-T-E. Finite. Is that proper English? I mean, what clearly- do you mean? Well, I guess infinite would more mean that I have ample amount of time. Yeah, so the right. opposite. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. English one one. I'm trying. Um, oh, girl, same. It's okay. Mm. Parents of immigrants. Well, we have an excuse. Um, I don't have an excuse. I don't. Oh my god. <laughs> because okay, my family's no, no, no. Because <laughs> the, my 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 listeners know that my family's from Jamaica. It's one of their selling points on our on our bio yeah. of our podcast and. Although Jamaica apparently is trying to make Patwa become a official language of the island, um, yes, English is our official language, so I have no excuse. So your parents learned English from like when they were babies to adulthood. Yes, yeah. You don't. There was I mean, okay. I have to do like a history lesson on Jamaica and how the educational system works. Um, I don't know how that's going to change if they do successfully make Patwa a official language of Jamaica, but. Um, you are not supposed to speak Patois in schools. It's uh-huh. something that the teachers don't want you to do. Maybe some of you, depending on your family, your parents really don't want you to do. Yeah. Um, I can't really speak on my dad's side of the family just because they're a little more, although from the same, they're from the same city. They're all my family's from Kingston, Jamaica, but, um, it's just a different situation, but uh-huh. they, like my grandfather, um, may he rest in peace. He was very like more Patua. Mm-hmm. Um, but on my mom's side of the family, they're very, they may speak it to some extent and understand it and whatever. Yeah. But it's not something that they did. It's not something you're supposed to do in the educational system. So English yeah. is our language. Yes. So at home, it was like proper English you spoke? Oh, 100%. Oh, okay, okay. 100%. Okay. It's okay. You know what? It was me saying it, and, like, you're just trying to understand what I'm trying to say. So, you trying to to understand a child of immigrant, what (laughs) she's trying to say. So, either way, it's still bad. It's still, still, you know. um, No, I I get it. Listen, my, (laughs) you you know, my boyfriend is South African, so, um, really and truly, all I date is immigrants, let's be real. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, okay. Dory, so we have a pass. We have a pass. Yeah. Okay. So he says, my time is finite. Okay. And there was an incredible opportunity that I could not risk missing to record a TV show. However, accountability <laughs> is important to me. I have watched the reunion and there are several things I will be addressing soon. You will oh. not be left without answers. I promise. Oh, so he answers. You. He answers some of them, and then the other ones, he's like, oh, like, you'll receive the others on a podcast, and I think it's called Misunderstood. 
See, not even Nick Vile wanted you on his show. Because that's exactly what I was thinking. I was actually thinking, is he going to end up on the Vile Files? Mm-hmm. But because a lot of, because he has Nick, for those, do, you, do you know who Nick Vile is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. So for those who don't know, if you've been living under a rock at this point, Nick Vile was part of Bachelor Nation, like a million, a trillion times, dated like a bunch of the bachelorettes went on bachelor in paradise and the kind of the beginning and then also had his own season but that didn't work out anyways he has his own podcast and he tends to have a lot of the love is wine people on it especially if it has a really good relationship with them so for example he had um he had micah on he had marshall on and oh shit who's the one raven he had raven on as well um and he had izzy oh he had izzy I think so. Yeah. Is that any good? I didn't watch it. Okay. Because I was like, when you watch the show, like, why are you already on this? Yeah. Um, I mean, it could have been recorded before and then Nick Viles is like on it. But um Let me actually see if it's even it was even I'm, I, I feel like it won't even be worth it for Izzy. I feel like he got the wrong person. I want to hear from Aaliyah. I want to hear from Lydia. I want to hear oh, from I lied. Uche. That's who I want to hear from. Um Oh, I think I got so scammed. I got scammed. Yeah, scammed. Yeah, I don't even think I. I don't see him on the actual account. Oh, I think like fine. that's weird because misunderstood. Whoever that lady is, mm-hmm. but I lied. He's here. It's coming out on. Is this even Izzy? Yeah, it is. Joins the show. This was posted October fourth. Well, it's October seventeenth. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so it, came, it came out on October fifth. Okay. Okay. Well, I feel so like I have early. heard of the podcast misunderstood. I feel like it, it does sound familiar to me, but again, I just feel like don't do a podcast or don't do an Instagram live or whatever the fuck. It was just if you're like not a... going to be on the the reunion, well, I feel like it's just an absolute cop out. Nika, he had a very important business meeting that he could not miss. I don't give a shit. And then again, he also said the quiet part out loud. He also said, I wasn't going to have a missed opportunity to be on a TV show in order to grow my business. Yeah. So you literally, you want to, okay. Because the whole thing about like Miriam, for example, was Uh like, was she really coming on here for love? Was she coming on here too? grow her business uh-huh. and you want to get on her ass about like oh where do you live which uh-huh. fine we really don't know where she lives yeah. but um you're doing the same shit uh-huh. which kind of makes me think that i can't remember who it might have been milton who kind of will get to it i don't want to go too far in advance but he kind of says at one point like they like or maybe it was Aaliyah. Y'all talked about coming on the show. Now, I don't know who's right. I don't know if Uche's trying to throw Lydia under the bus while he's trying to protect himself or whatever. I don't know. Uh But this is interesting to me. Yeah. But that was my thing. I thought that the reunion was actually much better than previous seasons. Yes. I feel like this was kind of one of the best ones from like since the first seasons i feel like all of like the the nonsense with like jessica and ben what was his name bennett and the the chick he picked i can't remember her name 
Sure. <laughs> I love how you pulled that out. Wow. <laughs> I remember Dude. her name. Okay. Like yeah. that, that triangle. That yeah. was, that was good because not only that, but after the altar for that was just so good. I felt, but I also wonder if it was just really good because of the whole thing with Damien and Francesca. Yeah. Really and truly that, that's first after the altar would have sucked if it wasn't for Damien bringing Francesca. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny. It's always like the, like the number one successful um, couple that hosts it. Yes. Is it not? Yes, it usually is. Because wasn't that, that season's was Bennett and Amber? Was kind no. of like, was, wasn't was it them? No, yeah. Lauren and Cameron. Right, yeah. Lauren and Cameron. They hosted it. And right. Then, like, so are we okay? Seasons Wait. Was, what? And okay, so yeah. And then the, sec- the next ones was Alexis and... Yeah. Um, Alexa. Sorry, we have Alexa, guys. <laughs> and um, What's-His-Face, which... We won't even get, I won't even get into it. But so are we really then trying to say that the most successful relationship out of season fucking four was Kwame and Chelsea? Yeah. I want a refund on life because no, they're not. Who else was in that season? The most successful one was Tiffany and, and, and what's his face? I don't know why I can I remember his name. But he's a really hot guy for me, anyway. Tiffany. Oh, Tiffany. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. The Black Love. Yeah, the Black Brown, Love. The Browns. The Browns. The Browns. Thank you. Brett, you will say Brett, that because Brett. Yeah. Brett, yes. Even though he's okay. literally my type of guy. I can't remember his name. <laughs> but, <laughs> Nika, come on. Know uh, your men. Uh, um, you know, that's true. They are. They were to me, anyways. And I feel yeah, to a lot of people, lot. not even just as a Black woman seeing successful black love not even take that all aside everyone loved that couple yeah and i feel like they were the successful couple but because they didn't live in fucking seattle i think that's why they Mm -hmm. didn't make them like the the person to you know host the host of the after the altar and then now it's like oh automatically we know who it's gonna be because when we have one couple yeah like Oh my god, this 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 season was an absolute disaster, I feel. When it comes to that aspect of things, mm-hmm. it was an absolute fucking disaster. They didn't play their cards right. No. Anyway, let's jump into the finally we're jumping into the reunion. Okay. So, we first have our two couples who made it to the altar. They're the first oh. ones out on on the stage. And Lydia and Milton, obviously, they're still married because, of course, they are. Why wouldn't they be? So I got that wrong from last week. Have you noticed that, like, there's just, they're just too stuck on each other? Like, I was like, it's disgusting. I hated it. And then it's disgusting. The looks Lydia was giving him when, like, other people were talking about their problems. I'm like, you are not above it all, sis. That's what I'm saying. I feel like, okay. Did you get the air of this feels fake between them? Like they're trying too hard? Yeah. That's how I felt. Yeah. I felt like you're trying too hard to sell me your love. Yeah. And I, I don't believe it. Mm-hmm. By any means. 
I just but don't. it's been how long? A year and a half, right? That's a year and said. a half. Yeah, I wrote that down. A year and a half that they've been married. Um, but also the other thing too that I just want to quickly talk about because I I don't talk about this really at all. Mm-hmm. It's when they do their um little package or video package of how their life's been since. Um, listen, if you're going to do a video package. I don't need to see that you guys are clearly naked under those sheets and that you are like have this sexual tension and shit and whatever, or you guys are fucking good for you. But I personally need to see it. I feel like we've seen plenty of these video packages before. Mm -hmm. We've seen Kwame and and Chelsea. We've seen Mm -hmm. Tiffany and you said Jared. We've seen theirs. Brett. Brett. We've got Jared from. Because we were talking about Jared and Ayana the other day. Okay, I yes, think that's, that's why it's in my head. But yeah, we've, since we're on them, we've seen theirs. We've seen Tanella Nix. The what's that? What's that other one? Which other one? The one that loves to sing to each other and dance. Oh, Bliss oh. and Zach. Yes, yeah. We've seen theirs, mm-hmm. and it's always been so tasteful. Even fucking Amber and Bennett, whatever the yeah. fuck his name is. Like there's you- even though you know they fuck, we yeah. you know they do. Yeah. And they're probably very, very hypersexual, at least at that point, anyways. I don't know what they're doing now. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, they were still was still so tasteful. Mm-hmm. Whereas I found like with Lydia and Milton, I felt like I feel like y'all just took this video right after or before you guys fuck. And mm-hmm. some of some of the parts, not everything, obviously, but some of them. I'm just yeah. like, I don't need to know. Like there's barely an update that's the thing okay great your mom likes her more perfect that's just lovely the one thing too that i felt was so convenient was him saying she's really changed how our family goes through life when it comes to emotions she's made my mom softer and i'm like okay if true great Uh i'm glad she's making these changes for you and your family but why 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 like i why i guess my one trying to get at is why is it her responsibility to make your family softer or Uh feel more emotion or anything like that and then on top of it i just felt like you're really trying to sell me that your love is genuinely real and mm-hmm. why do you need to do that? Because at the end of the day, what the viewers and what we think, we're watching the show, so we're going to judge your ass. But like, really and truly what we think doesn't matter. We're not in your marriage. We're, we're not in a, be genuine. Just be genuine. You don't have anything to show us or sell us or anything like that. But I just felt like that's what they did. And I just didn't buy it. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I do. I think they're doing like a lot of like in a way like damage control. Yeah. Like trying to like they obviously read what's being said about them and they're like, okay, how are we going to address this? And how are we going to like now like show that that is not us or that is not what's still going on, you know? Um, yeah. So like, again, like same way her parent, his parents said like it seems really scripted. It even, even at the reunion, they're, answers and stuff just seemed really scripted yeah that's how i felt yeah 
And then, like, the other thing, too, is that we have to talk about, like, the fact that he's not washing dishes or he's only washed dishes, like, four times in a year and a half. Um, yeah. Again, I understand that that was part of the storyline, but I really, truly forgot it as quickly as it was brought up. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like it needed to be brought up here either. You decided, you knew that this man's, you know, cleanliness and picking up after himself and doing all of those things you know that that locked before you married him yeah but you still married him but also so, wasn't that like a problem before and now you're just like completely okay with it that's the thing that's what i'm trying to get at like i don't get like how it bothered you before to the point where you guys are having an argument about it before like the day before your wedding you're literally arguing about the fact that he doesn't pick up after himself, that mm-hmm. he leaves food in the bedroom, which is fucking disgusting. Don't mm-hmm. leave, first of all, number one, why are you eating in your bedroom? I think that's a firm no for me. Yeah. Don't ever think you can eat in my, I don't eat in my fucking room. Yeah. The only time I've ever had to eat in my room was when I had COVID, which mm-hmm. I had twice. Yeah. Um. Although my family also had COVID the first time, they didn't the second time that I had it, so I was locked up in my room. <laughs> so that's the only time that I've ever had to eat in my room. But mm-hmm. generally, no, that's not a thing in my home. Not a thing for me. It will never be a thing for me. So why the fuck is there food in your room? And you're just leaving it there. Yeah. It's disgusting. That wouldn't fly for me. And the fact that she is all of a sudden okay with it, and she doesn't care that she's picking up after him anymore, that is going to get old very fast, but that's why I think like what we talked about with um, the previous episode, which everyone probably has now as I'm recording this, is that she is desperate. She did this for desperation reasons because she is 32, 33, not married, and she yeah. clearly wants to be married. Yeah. <sighs> and so because of that, she's willing to just ignore all of it, all yeah. of the red flags. And I know we don't say red flags because men men are gross, but I don't think like it's necessarily red flags, but just things that I can tell you for a fact, if my boyfriend did not clean up after himself, the way that Milton seems to not do, I would not be with him. We would not be married. We would not be getting married. It wouldn't be happening. Yeah. So no. And again, every man has their thing. Like, even though he, like, from for example, my boyfriend is clean. He does. He cleans up after himself. He he doesn't believe in being a messy person or anything. But there are certain things that I'm like, you're fucking disgusting, (laughs) and you need to change that. Mm -hmm. But for me, they're not deal breakers. Yeah, this would be a deal breaker for me. Mm -hmm. But I'm not a desperate person, I guess. And I hate to say that she's desperate. I hate to say women are desperate for that, but that's what she showed us. That yeah. she was so desperate that she was willing to be with anyone. So it didn't work with Izzy. Okay. Then let me try. Well, actually, no, let me back up. It didn't work with Uche. Mm-hmm. Then it didn't work with Izzy. Mm-hmm. And then it didn't. Was there somebody else that it didn't work with for her? Or just she went to Milton after that? I think she went to Milton after Milton that. after that. Okay, so then it, then with Milton, okay, he's the one that's it seems to work with. And mm-hmm. he's going to make, he, he'll do it. So he'll do. That's, that's how yeah. I felt with her. It's very similar to, again, talked about like Colleen, how she went through 
one guy didn't work, the next one didn't work, the next one, lucky number three, that's the one that worked for her. Yeah. And it's just, I don't get it. I feel like she does want a baby or coddle or mother someone. Maybe. I know she says she doesn't, but like, it just really does. Yeah. I feel like she has like an attachment style love. Yeah. And I don't know. She definitely, I think she definitely does. But then that's why I I go to this other part of it of if you, and I think she does want to have children. And I, I know they've talked about it on the show when ha- what happens when you have kids you have babies mm-hmm. and those babies become children that are still dependent on you and will probably always to some degree be dependent on you but that dependence doesn't start to waver until you're kind of more in your teens and you can have to take care of yourself and do your own thing to a certain extent how is she going to parent a child with a child Mm-hmm. that's how i kind of go at it and i'm not talking about his age in this sense i'm talking about how he goes through life yeah i don't understand i couldn't do it and i'm around her age i would not put up with it yeah so how would like how is it okay that you're willing to put up with this because it's going to become a problem mm-hmm in the words of reality gays, guys, this is a starter marriage. It's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Starter marriages usually only last for maybe three to five years. Hello, raise his hand. I am that person. So it, I don't see it working. She's going to get frustrated very quickly. But yeah. I just hope for the sake of future children that she gets frustrated before she has children with him. But yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. Or unless he drastically changes between now and then. We'll see. I mean, it's already been a year and a half and it seems he barely changed. The only thing yeah. he changed is that he doesn't want to do much overnight shifts. Yeah. And he, uh, his brain's done developed now. Yeah. And nothing seems to have changed. So, yeah. I mean, your frontal lobe fully developing doesn't change your maturity level, I feel. I think that's just He's not going to mature for a while, mm-hmm. if at all. Uh, we'll see. We'll you know see. his sister, Milton's sister, is a lawyer as well? Is she? Yeah. I did my little social stalking and I um, found her page. She's a lawyer. Yeah. Get it, girl. Mm-hmm. I love seeing it. We need more. We need more women in the world of law. Yeah. Particularly lawyers. Um, because... Uh, Particularly women of color. And particularly women of color. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. But it's, it's unfortunately something you don't, we don't have a lot of. Mm-mm. So it's good to see. Yeah. And imagine, especially in the States. So. Oh, yeah. Especially in Texas. Yeah. And she's doing it while she has like two kids or not child, for her. however many kids she has. Yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. I mean, I'm, that's, I'm that's her like- fan. That's the thing. Like, I feel like, and we're kind of going into a little bit of a thing here, but when you have like women who become lawyers, like we, you got to know we're badass at that point because it's like, we have to maintain law and guys, guess what? Law doesn't sleep. Mm-hmm. There are some people who work nights, weekends to get through shit. Um, 
I mean, you can talk about your articling experience and how that turned out. Um, And the fact that you definitely worked nights and weekends, even though I told you not to. And you were definitely told not to. And (laughs) But that's the reality, unfortunately, for a lot of people. And when you have women who are able to do that, but still maintain their family, it's, I love to see it. And I mean, if you look at like some men, and I've seen it many times, not just with the current one I work for, who tend to have children later in life. And I never understood why. Except for the fact that maybe you struggle finding the right person to have children with. That's a whole separate situation. Mm -hmm. But I think like, I think that's also part of it though, because this job is so demanding that it's, sometimes it's harder to maintain a relationship because you're hyper-focused on your job as well. So I love seeing women being able to do that and actually doing it and not complain. Well, I'm not sure complaining about it, (laughs) but you know, it's good to see. So good for her. Yeah. So then we are talking about uh, Stacy and Izzy. So mm-hmm. she says that she definitely wanted to say yes to him, mm-hmm. but things just weren't coinciding with each other. So because of that, she decided that I can't do this. I can't say yes to you. And um, he says that he didn't think that the credit card issue or the credit issue was going to be such an issue he didn't think it would be such a big deal but uh, it was and I think the issue that he's not seeing is that it's not about the credit sir it's about the lie yeah but so holding off on the truth you're right so he mentions that you know it's not like I was hiding it because I was telling some of the other people, some of the other women, and for example, Johnny, that I did have bad credit. So I don't know if this was his way of trying to make her feel better, because that wouldn't make me feel better. Mm-hmm. But she says, so why did you tell them, but you didn't tell me? Yeah. And he says, again, this just wasn't the right opportunity. Blah, blah, blah. Vanessa as Izzy, do you think that maybe you just didn't tell her about your financial situation because you felt embarrassed by it? And he does admit that, yes, he probably did feel embarrassed by it. So then, Izzy, that's the reason you didn't tell her. Mm-hmm. You didn't tell her. You you did not tell her because this wasn't the right time. You were literally embarrassed by it because you saw the lifestyle that she had, which yeah. is kind of what is is kind of he says here he says like seeing the life that she's like accustomed to and knowing my situation just kind of didn't make him feel great Mm -hmm. he also felt that it wasn't the right time so he just keeps saying that this wasn't the right time and it's like when but then he also says at the same time he's like but then when is the right time exactly is he so you just tell her telling her like the day before your wedding Mm -hmm. isn't isn't the right time yeah so i feel like he didn't really necessarily like own up to it just be like yeah you know what like it like in hindsight i didn't go about it in in a in in the right way 
Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of just like kept making excuses, and none of the excuses kind of like related to one another. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, is he is he just stop? And <laughs> it's like it's okay. ridiculous. Yeah. So after the wedding day, they did not date at all, mm-hmm. and they also decided just for them to process everything that they weren't going to talk for about a week um Mm -hmm. after the decision yes and they ended up going out on a date at her place Mm -hmm. um and at that point he said like he felt that something was off and then he asked her like do you really want to be in this? Mm-hmm. And at that point she said, no, that it just wasn't the right moment for them. Mm-hmm. It's also just very interesting. Cause it's like, okay, but you came on the show like, mm. with the intention of hopefully finding somebody at the end of it. Yeah. So, when it have been the right moment. Yeah. I think <laughs> she kind of wanted to like, can we just start being, over? Yeah. yeah. You know, which like is maybe like just be boy like exclusive, but like not not engaged or yeah, not engaged or something. Yeah. Which again, it's like, how do you start over? Yeah. Like, listen, spoiler alert, I tried to start over with my ex-husband after we decided, well, let me rephrase, I decided to separate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. Yeah. It really doesn't work. And it's not as I mean, again, we're talking about my situation was five, six years in versus theirs mm-hmm. was a couple months in. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, it's really hard to start over, mm-hmm. especially when there's been issues in a relationship or yeah. lies or whatever happening mm-hmm. in a relationship. It's really difficult to just start over and think with a clean slate mm-hmm. because you already know things that have happened that you can't ignore Mm -hmm. so when certain things happen yeah it can just trigger a response of that's what you did to me before now is it possible yes Mm -hmm. because i have done that in my current relationship we were able to have a clean slate Mm -hmm. talk about things and and get to the point where we're at now however communication helped yeah. that yeah and being open helped that yeah and i think that these are two people that their communication isn't the greatest mm-hmm. hence is he not telling her something as crucial as well I have bad credit mm-hmm. that's a miscommunication yeah whether it's purposeful or not it's still a miscommunication mm-hmm. and you you if you don't have that in the beginning stages of your relationship and can be able to talk to each other and say, we need to refresh. We need to see where things are going wrong and, and start over. It's just not going to happen. And I feel like Stacey just wanted it to happen. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like that's why they, they brought up the fact, like, love is blind first. You say, I don't. And then you kiss mm-hmm. <laughs> after. Yeah. It's confusing. Because yeah. it goes back to she just wanted it to she still wanted to be with him and figured it can happen after I just told him I don't want to marry him. Mm-hmm. Like it's not going to work. This is not. 
And I don't know if that's just blissful thinking on her part or what, but it's just, it's just not going to happen. I don't know what to there say. Was, um, there was a, um, like a, I guess like a backstage exclusive, like one-on-one mm-hmm. with like Stacy for like 15 seconds or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it was like posted on TikTok, but um, it, mm-hmm. it landed on my Twitter. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about um, that the fact that it again like you know like it wasn't like the whole idea of like like finance is not a deal breaker for her but it was essentially Mm -hmm. like so she went to therapy and they didn't do like couples counseling or marriage counseling like they weren't able to do that Mm -hmm. um but like she asked her therapist like what are what are the thing what are some things i should ask before i get married or like Mm -hmm. something that you should know before you get married and then her therapist said I forgot what the first thing is, but second was like finances, like these two things, right? Mm-hmm. So she's like, and in terms of finances, like I like actually like know the nitty gritty, like sit down, look at your bank statements, like look at their spending habits, like what are they spending on most? How do they save? What is their approach on saving? Mm-hmm. Um, and like just like go through these like papers and sit down. And so she's like, you know, like I we try, like I try to do that with Izzy, and he 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 kept just he you know we know Izzy he's just like yeah yeah everything's fine like yeah yeah like we're it's good though like it's all clear and then so maybe they did sit down and then because she also brought up like oh he had this new job he doesn't have like a 401k or something like that like and so to her she was like that meant like say if we get into an accident like the you know like a day after or like tomorrow like I would be financially responsible for the both of us and like she's just like that's not something I felt like I could do like it, 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 so I, I think in a sense, like she, she maybe just didn't necessarily want to be the breadwinner or like, she just felt like that was too much responsibility to like now like take care of herself and him for who knows how long. Um, and that's like technically like where the whole, like, I really want to say yes, but I will do a disservice for the both of us if I do. And so I'm saying no. Um, See, that I have a problem with that though. Mm-hmm. because not because of a sense of yes I do think and I think it's important to a certain extent to whatever your comfort level is that you mm-hmm. should talk about finances with your partner I do that we've we've done that between me and my partner we've done that yeah. I know how much he makes if he works overtime I know how much that looks like if he does overtime and what comes into his account I know those things and he knows the same for me Mm-hmm. So we we've talked about those things. Now we don't live together, but this is still something that we've talked about because in so many ways our finances have kind of come together in certain aspects. Mm-hmm. I know what um expenses he has, I know what assets he has. I, I know those things. Um and I think that is important of a conversation to have to kind of to kind of see like what does that look like later on if anything were to happen. I I do agree with with that to whatever mm-hmm. comfort level that is that you're at with that. Mm-hmm. And now the thing that I have an issue with though is her saying that if God forbid he were to get into a car accident and she doesn't want to be solely responsible for him to uh to, to support him and herself, but like would if they you... both get into a car accident. What they both got into a car accident together? Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. So you're so, okay. So we're saying that if they both got into a car accident, she would still have to be. But again, oh man, I don't, because again, I don't know how things work with the, um, with America and how they handle things. I obviously only know what we do here and what that looks like. If they're, let's say if it's just property damage to your vehicle, obviously you have to, you have your insurance that should hopefully cover that. You know, that's Mm -hmm. sometimes that's not the case. And I understand that, but there's usually a coverage issue in that sense. But yeah, if there's injuries involved, again, Mm -hmm. I don't know what the States does and how, what that looks like. But here Mm -hmm. in Canada, we have something called accident benefits. Now that's something that you, you have to apply for. There's takes time for, and there's, it's a process. It doesn't just happen. Yeah. But that is still something that you can, there's always something that you can do. I would feel, and I feel the same way. It kind of applies in the States to some extent that there's always something that can help with the money coming in. Now, is it a lot? No, it's not. It's peanuts in the grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. but it's still something that can help you. So yeah, for man. her to kind of just go off of, well, I'm going to have to be the breadwinner. You don't know that though. And again, I'm going to say this, let's pretend they both get into to this accident. She's not injured, yeah. but he is. So are you well, really you trying like worst case scenario, right? But that, that was is one example she gave. Right. But that's what but I'm there trying might to be say. many that's going. Yeah. But that's what I'm trying to say. If he is in a situation, whether it's he's been injured in an accident or injured at work mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, whatever he falls down with an illness, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Are you really mm-hmm. trying to tell me that you don't want to, nor are willing to pay for him? While he is on the mend, the thing is, I don't understand when she's like, I don't know if she meant like, I can't, like, I don't have that much to do that. Like, that's her way of saying, like, I, I can't, or she, it was more of like a mental thing. I can't, like, I'm I think it's that, a mental thing that she can't. Yeah. I don't, I don't think she makes a lot of money. I yeah. feel like she does. I, I feel like in my gut, she really depends on her family's wealth. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like she kind of does like these odd things here and there. Yeah. Um, or she does things that maybe make her happy, that more fulfill her, yeah. that maybe don't pay a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so but I do feel it's more of I just mentally can't. Because this is a person that mm-hmm. we've heard well, it dates older men who have yeah. money. Yeah. So she expects, okay, well, even if they get into an accident or if they heard that they got the money, neither Mm -hmm. way, right? They always have the money, whether they can work for it at the time or they have the savings or whatever the case may be. Yeah, she definitely might be a girl who like- She wants to be taken care of. Yeah, like he's either like they're making something in the same level or like more, you know? Yeah. She wants to be taken care of. that's an adjustment. Yeah, and that's an adjustment for her. So like like I could see- like hearing it the day before you're going to get married and like hearing from your therapist, like these are like the two things like finances. And this is like the number one reason why people get divorced. I do agree and that money I mean, can definitely break yeah. marriage and relationship up. Yeah. I could see why she's so I honestly, I blame both of them. Obviously like I do. Yeah. Izzy should have just told her sooner so they could work 100%. through this so they could talk about it. So they could like come up with these game plans where like now right. she's like in her head trying to find a solution to problems she's creating in her own head. Mm-hmm. 
one he's just like yeah but love is love like love is broke yeah you know and and that's that's not it's not this fairy tale yeah and the thing is too it's just like when i hearing her say that or the hearing you tell me that's what she said Mm -hmm. was just like i know for for me yeah if and again the kind of job that my boyfriend does injuries can happen like he Mm -hmm. literally just had an accident happen to him i think a week or two ago he's fine he's not like injured by any means but it can happen and i I try to think in my head of like god forbid something were to happen to him knock on wood something were to happen to him i'm not gonna sit there and be like oh well i don't want to support you oh yeah no for sure no like that is my partner we're partners yeah and we're a team and if one of us is down and out or whatever the case may be I want to be sure that we can lean on each other. And that's exactly what we do. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I don't, I don't know if she realizes what love is mm-hmm. and love is a give and it's a take. Yeah. And it shouldn't, shouldn't one person shouldn't be giving or taking more than the other, mm-hmm. but there's, there's going to be times where you need to depend on the other person. And I feel like if he is in a situation where he needs her, she yeah. won't want to do it. And I don't think she even has the mental capacity to do it. Yeah, maybe that's where, yeah, that's probably where the hesitation is stemming from. Yeah. And then for for her to say, oh, he doesn't have a 401k, Stacy, he's also 29 years old. Mm-hmm. I think, like, yes, there has to be a point in time where you need to start thinking about your retirement and saving towards your retirement, yeah. um, which, you know, I haven't done yet, but that's neither here nor there, but that's mm-hmm. something that you need to think about and you need to start planning towards. It's not an easy thing to do though, especially if you are in a situation where he can't get credit cards probably because his credit is bad. And I understand that. Um, like I honestly really do understand that. And it's difficult when you have to only rely on the money you have coming in. Mm-hmm. And when you are a person working in insurance, and again, I don't know how things work in, in the States, but I'd kind of know here, um, kind of learning from different situations, how kind of insurance brokers kind of work. I don't think he's a broker or adjuster, but nonetheless, if he is a broker, that's not an easy job to make money from. You literally have to have people coming in and you're getting money from s- selling insurance. and then. If you have, if you're a adjuster or whatever, you probably are making money, but it takes, it It doesn't just happen. And again, I feel like she's looking at the fact that she's been with men who probably have already established a 401k. Yeah. And yeah. those people are older and yes, should be establishing a 401k if we're talking people like in their forties or fifties. I don't know how far she's going into um, the older men here, but yeah, like it's, you're comparing apples and oranges at this point. And it's actually not fair to Izzy that you're doing that. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. Uh, so what else? They, uh, so yeah, they went on that date, blah, blah, blah. And it just didn't feel right. So he said that he got um, very upset by this, walked out, and they didn't speak to each other for a year. And they did eventually see each other after a year, 
we will get to what happened there um, in, in a little bit. But he says, as of today, they are not together. So now, now we're going to be talking about one of Izzy's other connections. Because be real, his other connection is still on the stage here, even though we're not going to talk about that whatsoever. But let's talk about Johnny. So Johnny's here, obviously. And Chris. Chris is also here. So Izzy is, Izzy is what? What did I say here? Izzy is, oh, smiling. That's what I said. I I was clocking different things here because I'm like, are you guys together? Like what's happening here? Spoiler alert. No, they're not together. But we'll get we'll get to them in a little bit of kind of what happened there. But I think like I think like Izzy just was like I I feel like Izzy was like the most comfortable because like it seemed that he like like he dealt with all the everything Mm -hmm. during that like one year one and a half year hiatus. Like Mm -hmm. it just seemed like he was never he's not at odds with anyone. Yeah, and I think too. I think with Izzy, like I think people tended to feel some red flags about Izzy. Yeah. But that was just so clouded with like everything else that we were hearing coming out of Love's Blind with Uche, Lydia, uh, Aaliyah, Milton, um, with JP Taylor, uh, and then also now with Renee and Carter. There's been just so much happening that Izzy's just like, I'm good. <laughs> like, no one's coming for me, even though maybe some people thought I was a little shitty or whatever at some point, but I'm real good in comparison to others. So I think like, yeah, I think he is definitely very comfortable. I don't think he has a lot of issues with a lot of the people. Even he says like him and Johnny are cordial. So it's, you know, it's, I think, I think he definitely came out of this pretty good for the most part in comparison to the others. Um, so yeah, they are not together. Get that out of the way right at the beginning. Um, but so sorry, her and Chris are not together. That's who we're talking about. Her and Chris are not together. And you're like, okay, not fully surprised by the fact that these two are not together, but what happened? Well, let's get into it. So she says that the weekend of the party, so the infamous party where she gets told that she's shady and sketchy and all of this shit. It was the weekend of her birthday. Yo, so, okay. which I don't understand why we need to know this. <laughs> no, I think it gives more con, like more like sympathy context because it's like, how are you going to do this on like my birthday or like near my birthday or whatever? Fair. Like, Fair. I, I just got to say this before you continue on. Okay. I was shook it. I was like, I didn't gasp has I gasped when Milton said I do, but I was just like, ain't no way this just happened. Like, I was like, shocked. I was like, why? And it, was, it just felt so nonchalant. I was like, did. Okay, anyways, I, continue. <laughs> I think maybe their cuts are so far removed from it at this yeah. point now because this was a year and a half ago. Yeah. But I'm just like, oh my God. Like, I didn't expect it from Chris. And I oh, think, I know. and I think like Vanessa says it, in a little bit where she's like you're you're kind of seen as the nicest guy on the show so then i kind of see that this is what you did is such bullshit mm-hmm. and and the re- and the reason okay let's get to it let's get to it yes yes so, yes so yes so it was the weekend of her birthday okay mm-hmm. and she says that he had a wedding to go to 
which I feel mm-hmm. like we kind of, I feel like we heard something about this that he had a wedding to go to, but maybe I'm wrong. But anyways, he was going to a wedding and it was out of state and she wasn't going to be going because I guess their relationship was way too early. So he, she wasn't invited to the wedding. Yeah. Uh, maybe he didn't have a plus one. Who knows? Or he but I think RSVP'd like way before, right? Maybe. Right. That's fair. But mm-hmm. I feel like I have a theory about that in a little bit. So I'll get to it in a minute. Okay. But I don't like a theory, but it's just an idea in my mind. Um, but I'll, I'll get to it. And also, can we just say, don't introduce a man to your mother right away, especially a mother who's literally says you're doomed to be alone for the rest of your life. Yeah, it was way too soon. I think but, you're trying to prove a point. I, th- I think I think so. So she says, okay. So he went for the left for the wedding, and then a week goes by. And then another week goes by. So my understanding is that she wasn't hearing from him at all during Mm -hmm. these two weeks or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she says about three weeks later, she finds out that he is seeing someone else. And she never saw him again until, I guess, today when they're on the stage. Actually, mm-hmm. which I'm not, I'm, I'm actually confused by, and I'll get to why I'm confused by this timeline, but I'll, I'll get to it. Okay. Um, but yeah, she never saw him again. So we're like, oh, so he's with another woman and he ghosted you is mm-hmm. basically what's happening here. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he admits that, yes, this is that he did this. So yeah. points for admitting that you're a dickhead. Yeah. But he says, but you know what? I'm happy now. I don't give a shit. Yeah, for real. I don't give a shit that you're happy because you're happy at someone else's expense. Yeah. In a sense. Like, anyway, so he says that he wouldn't have changed it for anything. That's great to know. That's great, Chris. Thank you. Thank you for admitting that you're a piece of shit, but he just wouldn't change it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I get it. Um, He's trying to like protect his current relationship, like saying like fair, but, but own up to your shit. She's no yeah. better either. Like if you like, I don't know what you knew and didn't know out there, woman who's with Chris now. But if you didn't know that he was with somebody else, even if it was brand new or whatever, me as a woman, I'd be like, maybe you should tell her, yeah, so that you can end that, be done mm-hmm. with it, so that mm-hmm. that way we can just focus on a relationship. But instead, you didn't do that. You just let her fly in the wind while you were living your best life, wherever yeah. the fuck you were. So, yeah. um, so yeah, he says that we went opposite ways. And I loved this because Vanessa's like, you mean you went an opposite way? Like, she yeah. was still there. She stayed there. You went the opposite way. I thought it was yeah. perfect. And um, Izzy is dying. Did you notice? Like he's like giggling because <laughs> I don't know. If he I don't I don't think for a second he was giggling at Johnny's expense. I think he's giggling because this is absolute nonsense. What we're all hearing. This is absolutely stupid. We went opposite ways. What are you talking about? No, you didn't. You did, but she didn't. Um. So yeah, as I said, Vanessa says like you know she didn't, but you did. And she says, um, you, cause he kept saying like, 
so, so, so let me go back up a little bit. So they start talking about the whole situation with um, uh, Johnny and Stacy, and oh, that whole situation, and Izzy as well. And he says, "Yeah, I mean, I was going to defend those that I love." Like, and I thought also, like, how can you say that right now? Like, I actually don't understand how you can say you love somebody when you ghosted them like the same weekend. It's crazy to me. But anyway, it says that, yeah, I would defend those that I love. And again, perfect question, Vanessa. I see you trying to redeem yourself, girl. I see you. Because she says, okay, so you say that you, um, you'll defend the ones that you love, but would you cheat on the ones that you love? Boom. Yeah. Mike mm-hmm. fucking drop. And I'm like, oh, damn, girl. Yeah. I see. Because I'm like, yeah, he, she's right. And I thought it was perfect. Yeah. And there was really, it was a fucking rhetorical question, let's be real, because there's nothing you can say yeah. that is going to redeem yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After that. Yeah. So he says that he felt guilty and heartbroken. And I thought, no, you didn't. Because if you I felt think- guilty and heartbroken, you would have just told her. Yeah. It feels like a, like a, Papa? like a, a big, like, fuck you, you know? It is a like, big fuck you. Yeah. Because like, how can you sit here and say, I feel guilty and I feel heartbroken? Yeah. The guilt you could have fixed, the heartbroken, I don't believe you. Because such how? such a cop out yeah. to say, oh, like, I'm, like, I just struggle with sharing bad news with the people I love. Yeah. I wish I was going to get to, but yeah. And yeah, I was like, sorry, jump the gun. No, 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 yeah. that's okay. And I was like, but wait, sir, that is a part of being a human and an adult at that. Cause it's that's like a major red flag, a huge red flag, huge like, red flag. Because worse than Izzy and his finance situation, I find. I mean, I don't know who's worse, him or Uche at this point. <laughs> because I feel like Chris was love bombing Johnny the entire time. Mm-hmm. And if this is the thing that confuses my mind, you literally told her no to trying again. And then y'all meet up at the airport and you rekindle. Mm-hmm. You had an escape. You had an exit strategy. Mm-hmm. And it's like you walked back and you're like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to stay. Yeah. What? I'm so confused um by by all of this so um so basically my my theory here though is like i think he obviously knew this wedding was coming obviously knew he was gonna be on love's mind but i wonder if he really thought he was gonna find somebody or if he was really banking on finding somebody at the end of this because I wonder if this chick that he is now with was his plus one mm-hmm. at this wedding. Mm-hmm. And that's why Johnny didn't go. Yeah. I think he always intended for there to be a plus one to this wedding. And mm-hmm. it was this person. That's what I think. Yeah. Because it's the, the timeline is unclear here. Is this a person who is friends with the bride or husband or whoever of this wedding mm-hmm. 
and they were attending this wedding and you guys reconnected at the wedding or yeah. is this literally your date? I, I, think, I want more information there. I think Johnny knows the answer. I think so. But they're like both like, like I think she's trying to protect, not try to like make him like a public villain. So protecting yeah. some stuff. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, I, f- I feel like they spoke about like what exactly like they could, she could share and then like what will like keep to herself. Yeah, maybe. Because it does seem like it. Like, how can you like just fully like meet a girl and you're like, yeah, I'm just going to completely ghost the current girl I have unless there's some kind of history. Right. That's yeah. what I think too. Mm-hmm. So with this though, Johnny says that she kind of blames herself, which no matter how you feel about Johnny yeah. in the situation, don't blame yourself for someone else's screw mm-hmm. up in life. This I is agree. on him. Yeah. So don't blame yourself. Don't, I don't think her, yes. Do I think she jumps the gun and breaking it off with Chris? Yes. Mm-hmm. But that's, I don't think that would have changed anything. No, it's insane. I think Chris was the not safe choice anymore. Like, I don't think so. He, like, no, Izzy I think Izzy was a lover safe man. Choice. Yeah. Like, Johnny just wanted to find his person. Um, I mean, uh, Izzy's want to find his person. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I, and that's the thing. I wonder if deep down she knew that, mm-hmm. that maybe Izzy was the safe person. Mm-hmm. And she had to not self sabotage, she didn't self sabotage, but yeah. she went on the attack once yeah. he broke things off with her, which just mm-hmm. made things way worse. Oh, yeah, girl. Um, but yeah, so then um, she says, you know, with all of that, though, we are happy now with our people. Mm-hmm. So she has been seeing somebody now for about a year. So she's, she's fine. Then we talk about the drama between Johnny and Stacy. And while Stacy is talking to Johnny or talking about her experience with Johnny, which led to her anger towards her, Johnny and Chris are having a side conversation. Yeah. Which I thought was so fucking rude. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, like I felt, I felt like, you know, I, my, heart my tugged. skin started to crawl. Yeah. My heart like tugged for her when she's like talking and like, you know, she's like, I blame myself, blah, blah. But then this happens. And I'm like, bro, you can't even respect her still. Like you can't even respect like another person just chatting and talking. I was so mad. I like wish Vanessa went harder on them. She, yeah. I kind of wish she did, but at the same time, it's kind of like, I feel any more Vanessa would have said or Donna would have sounded very much like a mother scolding her child. Mm-hmm. But I think that's also maybe what was needed. Yeah. Because I'm just like, what are, what are you two doing? Yeah. Not, not one of you could be like, you know, let's just wait and talk about this later. Because yeah. the feeling of Vanessa coming to them and saying, oh, you guys are talking. Do you want to share? Yeah. It felt very like when you're in school and you're having a side conversation when your teacher is talking oh, and you're yeah. just like, want to share with class? No, I don't. Like, but their answer, their reply was even worse. So like they're just giggling up. and we're like, we're just like, we're just catching up. Like, hey, good friends. Hey, hey, yeah, hey. no, it's very childish on both of their parts, which so, at the same time, why do I expect less 
from either person because I mean, at the end of the day, I think Johnny is just nuts yeah. and a little delusional. And mm-hmm. clearly there's some, there's some discrepancy there with her, but yeah. now also Chris with everything yeah. we're, we're finding out about him as well. These two people are childish. Okay. So you want to know what they're talking about? What were they talking about? Okay, so has literally Stacy is trying to tell her side of the story as to like where the conflict with her and Johnny came from, and Johnny did not even respect that, and mm-hmm. then whatever. The, what the two of them were talking about literally could have waited. Johnny oh, yeah. was like, Johnny was like, Johnny's the one who started it, and Johnny's like, I'm yes. so sorry. Um, yeah. And then Chris is like, Oh, like don't worry, like. And then she's like, I didn't know what to do other than tell the truth. And then Chris is like, No, like. I fucked up. This is not on you. Like, it's okay. So they're literally just talking about the fact that, like, oh, like, sorry, I aired your business. Like, mm-hmm. I just, like, I, like, I just thought to tell the truth. And then Chris, like, not your fault. It's my fault. I'm the one who fucked up. You're completely fine. Don't worry about it. Like, that could have waited. That could have waited. It was so irrelevant. Like, it was not even about, like, like, dude, like, why just, like, it really could have waited. And you want to do that when you're mic'd up? And her response to oh. like when when Vanessa like clocks her and says like are you listening to what she's saying and she responds to Stacy it felt again very much like a person who has no fucking clue what's happening around her and yeah. it's just responding it's yeah. just responding with something yeah she's like oh like yeah like I semi agree with her and you yeah. know. I would have I would have actually again very much of a parent scolding a child but I would have been like so what what did she say yeah, like what did you agree with? Yeah, and what didn't you agree with? Yeah, I want to. I want to be sure you're listening to her because yeah. you were not listening to her. Yeah, which was rude. Now, do yeah. I think Stacy's approach with things were correct? No, and I've talked about that. However, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in this moment, she's calm. Mm-hmm. She's telling yeah. her side and what she's heard. Did you said about her? Yeah, and she's having this conversation now is things going to be squashed no she doesn't like you she doesn't care for you it's not good but she's putting her shit out there yeah and she's like it's fine like we're just like like she like you know you're gonna meet people you're you don't get along with right they were just one of them i feel like johnny like dismissed the entire thing she's like yeah some of the things are true but then you know like you bat like i don't think it was right for you to bash my man or my used to be man Mm -hmm. and i was like you completely like like it went over your head like we're not even there yet and like you're just like yeah i agree with you and then this what you did is wrong i'm like like again like homegirl how is she a lawyer she's not a good one (laughs) yeah anyways but i found that annoying and then like she was wrong at the end of the day they rolled the clips and she was wrong she was wrong she was 100 wrong which is great she wasn't listening and she says after they've rolled it she's like well there it is right there she corroborated Stacy's story, though. Yeah, it didn't corroborate yours. Nah, she lives in Duluth Land, bro. Yeah. So then we kind of start talking about Johnny and Izzy, and mm-hmm. the fact that yes, they're cordial. However, there was something that happened. Mm-hmm. They never got together. They never had sex with each other, mm-hmm. but they did kiss at a yes. bar. Um. Just to get this out the way, Stacy does say that she is shocked that it was uh, Johnny that Izzy ended up kissing because mm-hmm. 
of all the things that he was kind of saying about her, yeah, really horrible things, it's kind of surprising. But yeah. let me tell you something, Stacey, you clearly never watched a single season of Jersey Shore because for those people <laughs> who did watch Jersey Shore second season, do we remember Vinny and Angelina had sex mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he hated her? Yeah. Nothing yeah. better than, I guess, like having sex with the person you hate, I guess. Um, a different kind of fantasy. A different kind of situation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm not shocked by it because of that, I guess. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, well, you know, whatever. And yeah. she ended up actually finding out about this kiss from her friends. Yes. But she's like, I don't really care that he's kissing somebody else. Yeah. But just shocked it was her. Yeah, so yeah, the- exactly. The part that confused me here, though, is that she says that when uh, Johnny says that when they were kissing, that Chris was there and he saw it happen. Yeah. Ma'am, I thought you said that you hadn't seen him. No, but after... he was there with his new girl. He was there with his new girlfriend. But that's what I'm trying to get at. It's like, okay, but you did see him again. You only maybe saw him again like a month later. You did see oh, him yes. again, though, because yeah. it was it was right after the weddings. Oh, I didn't clock that. Yeah, it happened like a week or two after the weddings. Right. So you did see him again. He just, he just wasn't with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I thought that was interesting. But they're not a thing. They're nope. cordial. And that's mm-hmm. it. Then we get to the conversation on how did Stacy and Izzy connect? I don't understand why we couldn't have done this before. But anyway, doesn't matter. So. Izzy, um, not Izzy, sorry, Stacy says that they connected when I believe it was her, some family member was graduating from high school or college. I don't her remember. Sister. Her sister. Yeah. Um, and they were going to a bar and she says that she doesn't typically go to a bar, but she did because that's what they were doing and then she says that she hears her mom just say izzy and like extends her arms up because she says that my family really loves izzy and he loves them so when she heard the izzy she's like shit because she hasn't seen or spoken to him in a year so she said that it was Initially for her kind of awkward, but then he does come over, he hugs her, and um I guess all seem to be well in the world, I guess. And um she says that um I think I, I was confused on this. I think they had kissed, I think at this point, but they just let it go. Not I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And then she says, you know, a little later on at some point, she's walking into um, a cooking class. Oh, no, it wasn't her. It was him. So he says that he walked into a cooking class. He had a date. Um, and he walks into this room and all he hears is Stacy's laugh. And he's like, oh, no. <laughs> so he's on this date. You hear Stacy. And, well, lo and behold, they were on a date. She was on a date with another guy as well. And they say that they're doing this cooking class. And then for some odd reason, I don't know why, 
what are the odds, but they are grouped together. So they have like a foursome and it was those, those two couples, her with this new guy and him with this new girl. What are the fucking odds of that? I know. And that was actually a funny story. That was funny. And he says that, um, or she says, like, the guy, like, the cooking instructor or whatever said, like, do you guys want to take a picture? And, like, no. No, we don't. It's fine. Um, But they were able to, you know, have fun in that moment. So that was, that was, you know, good. And um, anyways, we'll take but a I break. Think at, I think at that point, they were, like, they re like their friendship was rekindled yeah but still you don't really yeah. want to go on a no. date with your ex there too like i wouldn't want to do that no for sure um, but i do i like their i like their friendship yeah i think they're definitely seem to be doing better as friends yeah. than they ever did as a couple yeah um but then we are finally going to be talking about the things that we really want to hear. That we want we want to hear these things, and that is Aaliyah. She is here. And was it just I thought she looked incredible. She 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 came to yeah. came to dish on some shit. She looks amazing. Yeah, both her and Taylor. I was like, Yes. Damn, which damn, I girl. I did I did say as well. Oh, Taylor looks incredible as well. Yeah. It's a revenge look. I love it. And um, so again, we kind of see like this the clip of um her friendship with Lydia and how that evolved into whatever it is today, which I think is nothing. And um Lydia says that I wanted her happiness. And I feel like maybe I'm partially why she didn't have that. Uh no shit. And she says that I didn't read the room in that moment when I was kind of just saying all of the shit about Uche. And I said, okay, but it wasn't necessarily about you reading the room, Lydia, because she literally said, I don't want to hear this. And you yeah. kept fucking going. Mm-hmm. Forget reading the room. She set a boundary and you fucking ignored it. Yeah. She put a verbal boundary and you ignored it. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She said, like, I feel like maybe I just kept rambling on about this was because she was finally allowed to speak. Mm-hmm. So I clocked when she said allowed. I'm like, oh, you were allowed because you weren't allowed before. We do get some answers about that mm-hmm. in a little bit. Um, but Aaliyah says that she didn't respect my boundaries. And I felt that it would never have been respected if I continued a friendship with her or I did continue a relationship with Uche um, out of the pods. Like she just felt like it never would have been respected. And I think that is very fair. Yeah. And it just absolutely sucks that like they got close to one another. Like, yes. Like Lydia, like you should have just like stayed out of it entirely. Oh, 100%. I mean, Again, at the same time, like if they were kind of forming an organic friendship from at least from Aaliyah's side of things, it would have been odd if Lydia just ghosted that situation and said, I'm out. I'm not, I'm not going to have this friendship with her. Mm-hmm. It would have been a little difficult because as we are going to get to in a second, 
that would have definitely raised some flags. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't know what would have been the right thing to do in that moment. Mm-hmm. But Aaliyah does address it, um, kind of her thoughts on certain decisions that were made. Yeah. But so let's get into it. So she, um, we start talking about the fact that the producers were made very much aware that Lydia and Uche did know each other. So they did know. Obviously, there was no way around that. Of course, they knew. Um, but they found out. And they were going to send both of them home. Um, they decided not to. But with that in mind, they were told that they had to say nothing to anybody. Because it would have, in their view, ruined the experiment. Now, I think... By all means, send Uje home. No one gives a shit. But Lydia, in the end of the day, did find love in a hopeless place. But she found it. And I don't know if I necessarily think that sending them home would have been the right move. However, I don't think keeping it a secret would have been the right move either. I think this is unprecedented, unprecedented though. So I don't know like what would have been the right move here. Mm-hmm. But keeping it a secret wasn't the right thing either. And we mm-hmm. kind of see how that wasn't the right move. Yeah. And Aaliyah addresses that. So she, um, so they say, like, yeah, they would have sent them home, but you know what? We'll keep you and just don't say anything about it until such time that they both developed feelings for other people. Mm-hmm. And then they said, okay, you can tell whoever you want to tell. Mm-hmm. what the fuck but okay so then the question is asked i think nick asked the question do you think producers made the right decision to mm-hmm. let you stay mm-hmm. so she does say like i'm biased of course i think that they made the right decision to let me stay because you're asking lydia. lydia this yeah um, so obviously I'm biased, but they did kind of ask the other people who were there and they all agreed that, yeah, I think the right decision was to keep them here, let them f- follow through with developing relationships, um, mm-hmm. if that's what they want to do. Um, but just, they don't really address the fact of, but why was it kept a secret? Mm-hmm. I think that's the issue here is that it was kept a secret and um so Aaliyah thinks that they should have allowed them to tell um their past and she says that it wouldn't have compromised anything because nick says well wouldn't that have compromised the um the experiment and she says no and i 100 agree with her it wouldn't have and she's like the reason that you know it should have been just said is that I would have kept my distance from her. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have developed a friendship. So yeah. I feel like the producers making the decision to not tell anybody anything was for them to have drama out of it. Because imagine, imagine if they knew, mm-hmm. if everyone knew Uche and Lydia have passed yeah. and we knew that from the jump. Yeah. We wouldn't have had that shock value. 
when yeah. Uche said, oh, yeah, I've dated somebody in the pods, and it was Lydia. 100%. And, and, and Aaliyah became friends with her. Yeah. We wouldn't have had that shock value. No. And this season would have been an absolute dud. Honestly, that's that it was that moment where I was like, oh, I'm hooked. Yes. You know? Me too. Yeah. Me too. Because I'm like, I mean, I was here for most of it, obviously, with Uche being who he was prior to that. But mm-hmm. the moment that was the moment of the season mm-hmm. when he said, I have an ex here and it's Lydia. Yeah. And you're like, oh shit. Like we wouldn't have had that shock value yeah. if they knew. So I feel like producers weren't caring about the experiment being compromised. They were thinking, oh, we can use this. I mean, and for sure. I think, I think though, like, they're definitely balancing it out. I think they're balancing like, how do we not jeopardize the experiment? Because then the whole season's going to be like moot. Like they can't mm-hmm. just air that. And, but also like keep an element of like entertainment of drama. Right. Like that's right. what they're signed up for. Exactly. That That is the point of the show. That's what keeps reality yeah. shows going is the drama side of things. But yeah. again, they couldn't necessarily have predicted how things would have gone with the season. No. Because if we think about it, we had more than just three couples, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. We actually had our five couples this entire time. We just didn't know it. Mm-hmm. We had JP and Taylor. Then we had um, Izzy and Stacy, Milton mm-hmm. and Lydia. We could mm-hmm. have had Uche and Aaliyah. Yeah. And we could have had, well, yeah, then we could have had Paige, um, Renee, sorry, Renee and Carter. Yeah. We would have had our five couples, but we yeah. didn't. So I think we, I don't know. I, I'm not a producer. And it's not my job to see the bigger picture, mm-hmm. but clearly they could have seen the bigger picture and maybe they were seeing, oh, there's a friendship forming between Lydia and, and Aaliyah. Yeah. And we can maybe use this. I think they just like didn't. Um, yeah, for sure. Like I think more so. To balance it out, they like thought about it in a relationship aspect. Like, obviously, you two cannot like talk to one another, mm-hmm. um, and then like don't share it because like whatever. Like, you don't want people to be turned off of like making a relationship with you, you know, for right. whatever reason or something. Because now they're just like, or they they might like nag one another, like, oh, like just let me know who they're about. Like, let me tell me about them because they don't know the other contestants' like intentions. So they definitely were protecting it in a relationship outlook, but mm-hmm. then completely neglected the possibility of a friendship blooming and maybe in hopes that like, but that could be an element of drama. And yes, of absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And it was. Yeah, it was. Like, yeah. uh, man. But yeah, so she says she would have kept her distance. So mm-hmm. Aaliyah says that her belief is that Lydia um, said things that led her to believe, or she's saying that Lydia had said things that led her to believe that her intention was to um, run into Jay. Like she she wanted that to happen, and and or I guess in order to form this relationship with him, and she um, she says that um, Lydia told her off camera that her and Uche 
discussed coming on the show prior to being on the show. So I'm listening to this and I'm like, okay, I trust Aaliyah. I trust her. I don't trust Lydia as much as I trust Aaliyah. And I definitely don't trust Uche. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, I can see that being a possibility. Mm-hmm. And then Lydia says, I love and care for her. I don't care that you scripted. love and care for her. So scripted. I don't think it's so much scripted, but I think I think in so many ways, her and Uche are very similar mm-hmm. and not the greatest of ways. Yeah. I think these are two people who leech on to others and suck them dry in their mm-hmm. own way. Mm-hmm. So I think Lydia is a kind of person that's like, you know, I latched onto this person who clearly maybe is struggling with her own self-identity at that time. Maybe dealing with some, you know, she's maybe just a little, that's what I'm looking for. Um, uh, fuck, what's the word I'm looking for? I hate when that happens. You're thinking uh-huh. of a word and it won't come out. Self-esteem. She has self-esteem issues. Uh-huh. And I think Lydia really latched onto that. Yeah. Now, Aaliyah, I think in this moment today, doesn't have those same issues. Mm-hmm. But I think Lydia is maybe the kind of person that is still trying to see if there's holes or there's cracks in that. So she has to say things like this to kind of be like, okay, let me soften you up before I fuck you up. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like that's what she has to do. Yeah. And Uche is very similar. Mm-hmm. where he's like let me soften you up before i legitimately fuck you up yeah and not a good way yeah i mean there's never really a good way being fucked up yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean so, like yeah. this that's what i feel like both of them do they're very similar in that way yeah. so she says that shit that she loves and cares for her blah 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 then she says that her and uche had a two-second conversation Sure you did. Because mm-hmm. everyone just has a two-second <laughs> conversation. She had a two-second conversation yeah. about Love is Blind casting back in November of 2021. Yeah. Huh. Now, I don't know when casting happened and when filming happened or any of that situation. But let's we're going to pretend here that you two don't really have that type of relationship mm-hmm. where you guys are around each other all the time or you talk to each other all the time so was this pillow talk was you talking about love is blind casting and then you just flippantly talked about it i don't know because i'm so weird about the timeline i am confused about the timeline and that's okay okay wait all right we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna work on the timeline guys we're gonna do this now okay so filming of this tell-all was probably about we're gonna maybe say at the very most about a month or so ago and i think like yeah i think this probably would have been i think they usually film this not long after or maybe not long before the final episode from my understanding especially with like what we've kind of know with last year and stuff i think this is kind of roughly when they they did the the tell-all so we're gonna say this was filmed in september let's just say that Mm -hmm. so we know that this the weddings happened a year and a half ago okay so that takes us roughly to about my math isn't gonna math here so september 2022 half of that brings us to what april 
ish. Okay. May, April. We're going to say around there. I think May, because she was talking to the mom saying like, oh, it's like May 30th or May 28th. Okay. Perfect. Look at you. So May, May Mm -hmm. of 2022. Yeah. Okay. And we're going to say this whole process happens for about two months. So that brings us to March of 2022 is roughly when this would have happened. Now, give or take three months from March. Yes. That brings us to December. December. Uh-huh. So we're going to play around here and say, she says November 2021, maybe she's incorrect with the, the timing, but we're right there. We're right yeah. around the time that she would have had sex with Uche. Yeah. He's closed, guys. And then it was since that like hookup, they broke up six months before that or something like that? Because uh, they broke I up and then like they like... so. And then they backslid. And yeah, yeah about I think it's about right. So that would then bring us to six months from say November, December would be uh mm. uh June. June? Yeah. June of twenty twenty one. And they started dating in twenty twenty. And based on what he was saying in terms of like how long they probably were together, that makes sense. Okay. Fuck. But again, screw all that. We're talking about the fact that y'all had a conversation or maybe she peaked something while she was at your house. And yes. I want to know, I know there's a way we can find out, mm-hmm. you know, I might find out as we're talking. Okay. There's definitely a way you can find out when casting happened. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to find out right now when casting happened for love is blind, uh, Houston. Okay. When was casting uh what oh sorry say this when did casting happen for love is blind season five um so we can actually even look here so spring of 2022 that's when the filming happened um for season five mm-hmm and it might not be as easy now to find out when the casting happened. Um, so on May, or sorry, on March 31st, 2023, mm-hmm. it's, there's like a, a Narcity uh, yes. article. Yes. And it said that the company's Instagram post says it is currently looking to cast singles in Denver, Colorado, Washington, mm-hmm. D.C., and Minneapolis. Anyone yeah. who's interested can fill out the application online, blah, blah, blah. Yes, yes, which I did know about those. Okay, so yeah. could it be... Oh, you could just go to Kinetic. I'll do it. I have Instagram. We both have it, though. Kinetic uh, Casting. Let mm-hmm. me see when they posted it. Okay. Perfect. K-I-N-E-T. I see. Okay. Well, let's see. Love is blind. Minneapolis. Love is blind. Now casting for which one's this one? Oh, it's a dating game. That's not it. Charlotte. Charlotte is coming up next. I think. Oh, okay. We're almost there, guys. 
Okay. Nashville. Is that a love is blind? No, married at first no, sight. No, no, Nash. Yeah, Nashville is married at first sight, which interesting because that maybe was around the same time. See, this is actually what I wonder about this show because we already know that these two are same production company, Love is Blind and um, Married at First Sight. I wonder if they did Love is Blind and Married at First Sight Houston at the same time, which that at that season are roughly around the same time, maybe back to back, which that season of Married at First Sight was like almost two years ago. Like when it aired. Mm-hmm. So we're probably going to say that casting probably started. I like just kind of knowing that they're doing Charlotte. And I did see the casting for that, which was, um, I think it was, no, actually, no, I think I saw the one for Denver for sure. Cause that hasn't happened yet. So I, I did see that. Charlotte was June 1st, 2022. The casting for Charlotte. Right. And that hasn't happened yet, which I'm pretty sure is next. June, and they still continue to cast in September. Hmm. So I think, yeah, I think casting happens for quite a bit. I don't oh, think it found it. Found it. Perfect. Single in Denver. That's Denver. Yeah. One sec. It says, oh, this is, hold on. This is so hard. <laughs> this is married at first sight. Oh. Right at first, yes, and Denver is happening right now. Okay, wait, but that's what I mean. That's interesting. You just said that because Denver is happening right now. Yeah, and they've they've actually the season's airing tonight. Uh So I wonder if now that Married at First Sight is kind of done and it's coming, it's now being aired, um, and they're done with that for now until they do the 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 tell. That doesn't make sense because based on our little timeline, they got. Mm. Love is Blind got married in um, May of 2022, right? Right. But you're saying that Denver has just come out well with theirs. October of 2022. October of 2022. Yeah. Oh, never mind, guys. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't make sense. Yeah, no. Okay. Okay, one sec. Okay. Let me see. I need to figure it out. This is bugging me. Okay. <laughs> Claim to fame. Married at First Sight, Denver. Now casting Love is Blind, but it doesn't say where. Well, that was September casting in Denver. No, that was like uh, Married at First Sight. Mm. Oh, yeah, we're already in 2022. Oh, now casting. Huh? I don't understand. Oh, Denver's now. I'm looking at the wrong thing. I Here I am looking for Denver, but you're saying Denver's happening now. I'm supposed to look at Houston, De- Denver. We're supposed to be looking at Houston. So Denver oh. for Merida First Sight is airing. Uh, starting silly me, silly me, silly me. I got confused. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm not. I'm not. Ugh. Okay. One sec. Okay. So, based on the timeline, there has there was a casting call, but they don't say where they're looking. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is between. So the first post was in October sixth, twenty twenty one. Okay. They, they kept posting about it in November 2021. Okay. I'm going to just say. And December 2021. So I'm just going to say, I'm going to say it's a long shot. Um, no, Actually, no, it's not. I'm going to say based on the timeline, that makes sense. December 13, the week of December 13 was the last week to apply. 
Okay. So we're, we're going to say roughly then that because we're, we're kind of right there. We kind of went, worked ourselves backwards here and we're right around December, November mark, which mm-hmm. would make sense. And um, I'm going to say that they definitely saw this post for the casting and uh, they talked about it while before or after they had sex. I don't know. Which then also makes me wonder if you guys hadn't had sex for about six months and Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you guys are meeting up, which whatever y'all of a sudden are meeting up. You're talking about love is blind. We don't know exactly when, if before or after, it doesn't matter. But it's really interesting to me then that you fuck him after you've potentially talked about love is blind and the fact that he might have applied. Yeah. I personally may, again, it depends on where I'm at in life. One side of me probably would have been like, let me get one last fucking, like, well, why not? You know, mm-hmm. for old time's sake, why not? Yeah. But then there's the other side of me that I mean, like, okay, well, you're clearly trying to find something. You want to mm-hmm. have something. Um, so there's no point in me on putting my emotions involved, especially if this is an ex we're talking about getting my emotions involved when it's probably not going to go anywhere unless they had a conversation about getting together while on the show. Yeah. Unless like there was some love bombing there on one or both of their parts. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Because Lydia saying, Oh yeah, we had it for like, it was like a two second conversation. Doesn't make sense. Uche is saying they didn't have a conversation. But which is it? And he said, like, oh, if you want more information, like, go listen to the podcast or something. Okay, but then well, why he's like, would she say you had a conversation to yeah. neatly put both of you, not just one of you, both yeah. of you under a bus? Yeah. If it's not true. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying I trust Lydia and, and everything, but I definitely trust her more than I trust you, Uj. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't see someone neatly putting themselves underneath the bus mm-hmm. alongside with you mm-hmm. if it's not true. Mm-hmm. I just don't see that being a possibility. And I don't really see you not recognizing her voice. Yeah. Especially like when you only minute. had sex with her three months prior. Yeah. And like, I don't see she, she has a unique voice. <laughs> yeah, she no? does. And the whole hint, like, I love Kobe. Like, I, like, how is that a giveaway? Exactly. Because that's the thing. It's like, okay, I'm assuming that Lydia isn't the only person that you've been with. Mm -hmm. um, And that maybe any potential person might love your dog. So why is that? Why was that the clue? Yeah, I know. Why was that the thing that made you be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Lydia. Like, no, I don't buy that for a minute. I did. I, I always thought that was odd. Um, I don't know, though. But, like, to, I don't know, man. This is, it's weird. It's so weird. Um, But anyway, so she says that, you know, despite the conversation she had with him, that she didn't have any confirmation that he was actually casted for the show. Yeah. I don't buy that for a second. Because you literally came in here saying, I think I'm going to see someone from my past prior yeah. to you having a conversation with any of the men. Yeah. Don't fucking buy it. Yeah, like, how, why would you think that? Like, I get it, exactly. like, intuition. 
Like she said it, like I just had a bad feeling, but I don't know, man. Keep it to yourself then. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway. So then um Milton pipes in and talks about Lydia's character. And Milton says that because I I don't care. He's obviously going to defend his wife, so whatever. Yeah. yeah. But Milton then says that, listen, him and Uche, they were not friends. Mm-hmm. He said everyone in there respected each other's boundaries, mm-hmm. especially in this case, my boundaries, mm-hmm. except for Uche. Yeah. And he says that it was interestingly, interestingly, he pried a lot yeah. into yeah. Milton's relationship with Lydia. Yeah. And he thought that odd because he said yeah. that was, I was the only person he did that with was me and the fact that because I was with Lydia or mm-hmm. you know maybe he was doing it with whoever he, Lydia had connections with which in this case would have been Izzy and Milton before Izzy cut things off mm-hmm. so Aaliyah commends him for keeping mm-hmm. those boundaries with Uche yeah and Vanessa says you know maybe things worked out the way it was supposed to mm-hmm. and Aaliyah says that she's now happily um, in a relationship with someone else and they met on an R&B cruise. Didn't yeah. know that existed. <laughs> yeah. So the other thing too that I want to address here that I think is addressed later, but I can't remember exactly where I don't want to forget is that Milton actually, uh, no, actually, no, it wasn't, it wasn't Milton. It was Izzy. And I think I did write that down because it was after. So I will wait until we get there. What Izzy had to say about Uche. Then we see the clip um, of the meeting with Uche and Aaliyah. And then we also see the clip with Uche and Lydia. And then also between Uche and Milton. So basically, we're just going to do all of that. So Aaliyah admits that um, they did date after. So great. We kind of already knew this anyways. And she feels that the pod Uche and the barbecue Uche are two different people. And um, she definitely doesn't like barbecue Uche. So uh, Nick or Vanessa, one of the two, asked, like, who do you feel you got more of when you decided to continue dating? And she says, I think I got more of barbecue Uche. Mm-hmm. They do hear at this point say that they did invite Uche to be at the reunion, but of course he declined, which we did talk about on the top uh, of the episode. Mm-hmm. And as I said, I wrote down, coward. Um, but no one talks to Uche at this point. Izzy says that he doesn't like Uche. And this is what I was trying to get at earlier, that Uche apparently talked shit about Izzy. And Izzy's confused as to why. Um, he talked shit about him. He says, I thought we were okay. He was talking shit, by the way, to the women. Um, uh, so that's great. So the other thing that I want to talk about before we get into the next little section here, before we end off with Uche, is that um, Aaliyah says that she feels that she wasn't his type that he would normally go for. And the reason she felt that way is because he kind of alluded to the fact that maybe she wasn't his type. Mm-hmm. And I want to say, and I know maybe this makes me sound horrible, but um, 
I think this is something that a lot of Black women face. Yeah. Especially with Black men. Yeah. Actually, it's solely with Black men in this case, is that we as Black women get pushed aside a lot of the times for whether white women, other women of color, Mm -hmm. but we get pushed aside and we are kind of put in this thing of you're just not my type and really it's more about i'm black and you don't want to deal with me yeah there is an element of like colorism yes and i think we have to remember here is that a lot of a lot of issues that we see whether it's platonic romantic any kind of situation here mm-hmm. that the biggest issues that we face are with our own people yeah. It's not with yes, we do encounter issues with people who are ignorant and racially insensitive and all of those things are racist. We we face those issues 100%. But I will stand and I will always stand on that on that pedestal of a lot of our issues come from people that are are our own skin color. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the black community. Yeah. So when I heard this, this triggered me cuz mm-hmm. I'm like Oh no, it's not about whether or not because she's beautiful. Yeah. It's not about that. It's about the fact that she is black mm-hmm. and you don't typically go for a black woman. Yeah. And I think a lot of the times, from what I've heard from um a lot of the men that I have dated who are black men mm-hmm. have tended to date women of all colors, not just black. But I have mm-hmm. dealt with some people who definitely dated more. Caucasian women than they did women of color. Yeah. And I mean that generally in that case. Um, very rarely do you see a black man who has not been with a, yeah. a woman of white race or whatever. Yeah. Um, but when I heard this, I just thought of all the times that I've heard from black men say to me, Oh, but this black women are just still ghetto. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to deal with them. Mm-hmm. It's too much. We can deal, we we can handle another person you know whether that's latina or caucasian or whatever yeah we can handle them because black women are just so ghetto Mm -hmm. and i'm just like are you fucking kidding because that's what it brought me back to Mm -hmm. and i remember actually having a conversation with a friend of mine this was years and years and years ago and i said to him like do you ever think that maybe you're the problem Mm -hmm. and it's not us because I said the biggest thing is the right man will calm us down, but maybe you can't calm us down because you're not the right person. Mm-hmm. So don't blanket us as we're ghetto. Yeah. And maybe look in the mirror and see maybe what you're doing wrong. Yeah. And honestly, like some men like love crazy. That's they the like thing. it from a certain type. Yeah. And that's again the thing. That's kind of what also I was kind of alluding to as well without actually saying it. But I was just like, I've had like my, my former brother-in-law, he, he said the exact same thing. He's like, I understand black crazy because black women are crazy too. Don't get twisted. We're crazy. We're just a different kind of crazy. And he's like, I can handle black crazy. Mm -hmm. White crazy is a whole other situation that you don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. And I've seen that firsthand. Mm-hmm. So, 
when I heard him say this, heard her say this though about him, I'm like, oh, okay, I, I I know what you're trying to say. And she was saying it without saying it. Uh-huh. And because she, when she says, I'm a beautiful black woman, I'm like, there you go. That's all yeah. you need to know. Yeah. 100%. And, and we've seen this before, but from another person who I, again, have said, we have dubbed him the original trash man who was in um, Merit of First Sight, Atlanta, I believe it was, who mm-hmm. now, who Paige was with. I can't remember his name because I don't care mm-hmm. um, if you watched the episode or watched the season. It was the same kind of situation where he's like, oh, I want a big booty. I want all that. And I want like this beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. But then he got Paige who had the big booty, who was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem. She was black. Let's mm-hmm. be very real here. It's because she was black. Yeah. Because he says he tends to go for more Kim Kardashian look. Mm-hmm. I don't need to say anymore. So yeah. when I heard her say this, I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It really triggered me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't matter if she's happy. So yeah. And like honestly, I completely like like I could co- I completely believe her and Uchi could say whatever the shit he could say, but like I'm not gonna mm-hmm. believe him because no, it's definitely from what I'm gathering and like obviously from like first of all, don't undermine someone's experience, right? Right. And then secondly, yeah, you could be talking a big game. We all know Uchi knows how to talk, but it's mm-hmm. his actions. And if your actions are showing Aaliyah or having Aaliyah feel a certain way, that is louder than any word or any anything you say. Exactly. 100%. Yeah. So then um, just to kind of end this off with the whole conversation about Uche, apparently mm-hmm. Uche was texting Milton the day after the wedding. Yeah. Saying that, oh, I heard you got married. Let's, I want to talk to you about it. Yeah. He never responded to him. Yeah. We never responded to him, which I think perfect, perfect response. Um, because he's just gonna talk more bullshit to you. And the last thing you want to do is talk bullshit with your wife's ex-boyfriend, mm-hmm. who is also a narcissist and wants to talk in circles. But yeah, we have decided at this point it is a wrap on Uche. We're not talking about him anymore. Yeah. Which I gladly to do. Okay, before we do that, oh, there is something he does. Uche loves his evidence. Oh. He does come. He does come with screenshots to shit, like to talk about what Milton um, mentioned, and like someone asked, like, why did you text Milton? Mm-hmm. And then he said, off camera, Milton is more open with his emotions. We had a video chat three days before the wedding where he expressed some serious concerns to me, and he has screenshots of the video call, like history. Mm-hmm. The text was to congratulate him, but follow up on these concerns. This had nothing to do with Lydia. Milton and I may not have been close, but many of the guys came for me for advice and guidance, and I wanted to be there for him and check in on him after our discussion. Um, uh, and then Milk. And so basically, he's, he shows a text saying, congratulations, Milk. Want to chat about it? And then he said, Milk equals Milton's pod nickname before anyone asks. Um, yeah, so. but I think we did hear that actually come out during the episodes mm-hmm. that he calls him Milk or that's his pod nickname. I think that yeah. that's fair. Yeah, but um, it's funny because it's just like he says a lot of the guys came from Tim to, to me for advice, but based on what we're hearing, that's not the case. The yeah. people don't like him. I mean, it, it could just be people that we've haven't seen. Maybe that's true. Um, There's a lot of people we haven't seen. 
But the video call between him and Milton that happened May 29, 2022, started at 9, mm-hmm. 18 p.m. Mm-hmm. and ended at 1, a.m. He said it was three days before and we're saying that they got married May 31st or something like that. I guess. May 30th, May 31st. Um Okay. But this would be like the night. So maybe it's like 29. Yeah. 31st, I guess. If there yeah. is a 31st in me. Maybe it was like the like the early morning or whatever. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So right to wrap on Uche. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great. So now JP and Taylor. And mm-hmm. as, as we mentioned earlier, she looked absolutely gorgeous. And we get the clips of all the nonsense. Yeah. And he says that, you know, I feel like I could have done more. You don't fucking say. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. says that he was just really nervous about the cameras. He mm-hmm. doesn't know how to handle the cameras. Yeah. Okay. All right. So he said, because of this, because the camera was in your face during this time, he was like a little turtle and he went back into his shell. Mm-hmm. You don't say. <laughs> he says that the cameras were gone. Oh, sorry. So, um, Taylor says, okay, but the, when the cameras were gone, there was no difference. You mm-hmm. were still the way you were. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So Taylor says that, you know, we could have talked about and get to know each other because he says, like, well, what were we supposed to do? Just sit there? No, you fucking dumb dumb. You talk. Mm-hmm. You get to know each other. Maybe once you're comfortable, you can you know explore each other's bodies or something like there's Mm -hmm. so many things you could have done and progress the relationship but you just didn't yeah um and then she says like he's still using the excuses um and uh that she didn't want to be there but i'm said sir it's too late for that because you've Mm -hmm. already said that she looked like shit with makeup on yeah and that's the reason yeah. So you can't then turn her back around on her. You know what's so funny? He's like, oh, like my, what's that word they use? Direction or de- deliver, like the way he delivered, mm-hmm. delivered it or whatever. Like, yeah. Delivery, his delivery. Yeah. Oh my God, look at us struggling today. Okay. <laughs> his delivery, he's like, yeah, my delivery was wrong. Mm-hmm. But then he like went and said the same thing. Right. Which we'll we'll get to because that I clocked the same thing because I'm like you can't then turn around and say the exact same thing you've already said to her. Oh, so this was so frustrating. Um. So then she doesn't. She says that she doesn't believe that um, his explanation is the reason why things didn't work out. She thinks it's a lot deeper than that. Yeah. Um. But Taylor felt that she was trying despite what he says. Mm -hmm. Um. But he says that you know. That's not how you get me to talk. Pounding me to talk isn't how you're going to get me to talk. So what else is she supposed to fucking do? Yeah. And as she says later on, she's like, if that was an issue for you, then you should have just told me that. And then I could have approached it differently. Yeah. But you weren't communicating with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, she believes that, um, believes that he wasn't attracted to her um from this the start mm-hmm. she said that it never got any validation he belittled me and he apologizes for that and says that it came out wrong um 
And that he said, I was just trying to say that you were beautiful without makeup, but that's not how I said it. So as you like just said that his delivery was just wrong, but then turns around and says the exact same thing that he said before. Mm-hmm. And you're contradicting yourself at this point. Yeah. And I remember actually like having to pause at, at this point and being like, oh my fucking God, I can't. Yeah. Because I was just so livid at this point. I'm like, you're not even hearing yourself talk. Mm-hmm. you're just talking yeah and and then she says you know despite his flaws because she talked about the fact that you know he has a gap in his teeth and i usually wouldn't go for a guy like that she says despite all of that like i was attracted to him and she wasn't really thinking about that she says i made that point because typically i would have judged somebody based on something as insignificant as a gap in their teeth but that this process made me change that yeah. But instead, like he didn't do the same thing. Yeah. Um, so then he says that, you know, he was attracted to her um when he first saw her, but it just kind of threw him off a little bit because of her makeup. Because as he said to at this point and what he said prior, it was just fake. Mm-hmm. And then that's why they're like, oh my god, okay. So he says. Would he have hit on her at a bar? No. He says he doesn't do that, guys. He doesn't hit on women at the bar. No, no, no. He has wingmen who do it for him. Mm-hmm. This fucking guy is an insult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. And that was I'm just, like, like, so uncomfortable to, like, uh, hear. Right. Um. But she's, but he also then says at the same time that she is typically the kind of woman that he would have gone for. Yeah. So I'm confused. I'm very thoroughly confused. Um, uh, but he didn't practice his script. <laughs> no, he didn't. Yeah. But she does say that she was attracted to him. And, uh, you know, despite all that, I wouldn't have even admitted that. Um, but anyways, JP is dating someone. Mm-hmm. Good luck to her. And I hope she's not wearing any makeup. And Taylor is also seeing somebody, but she says she's not dating him. She's just seeing him. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and he is able to communicate with his current relationship. I I I need to hear this from her. I, mm-hmm. I can't go based on him. So the only other thing that I want to talk about, which I thought I actually wasn't gonna talk about this, but I thought their answers were perfect, was mm-hmm. this game that they played. Mm-hmm. Now they did ask two questions, didn't give a shit about the first question, but the second question I thought was amazing because mm-hmm. the answers were great. So the question was, if you could pick a song to represent your experience in this experiment, what would you have picked? Yeah. And I thought it was funny that Nick has to throw in there. He's like, if you want any, you know, tips on songs from like 98 degrees, like come at me. I, I you know. And I'm like, yeah. okay, Nick, calm down. And okay, before I even get to that, what fucking hurt me in this moment was when Milton says, I don't even think I was alive when you guys were doing socks. And I said, <laughs> fuck you. I'm to like, no. Fair, to be fair, that reference went over my head. What? That reference went over my head. The 98 degrees reference? Yeah. Oh my gosh, Sharon, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Am I that old? Am I that am I am I that much older than you that you didn't get that, but I did? Yeah. Oh no. It's happening, guys. 
I'm, I'm ancient. Um, I was on Milton's side. Like, oh my I, God. I was no. a little baby. No, 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 no. <laughs> I guess, and I guess, you know, I understand it, especially if you weren't like born during that era. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm old enough to remember he was even married to Jessica Simpson, for example. Like I'm, I'm that old that I actually remember them being married and watching the reality show that they had. Yeah, no, I am that old. Yeah, I was just like probably like okay, what what's when did they come out with their album? Like ninety eight degrees. 90- I would say it was probably like mid to late nineties. Okay, late like around 80- the same time. Like he, they were part of the 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 generation oh, yeah. of In Sync okay. and Backstreet Boys. Yeah, yeah. so ninety eight degrees is nineteen ninety seven. Mm-hmm. Okay, that yep. I was one years old. <laughs> oh my god! I was six. I was six years old. Um, mm-hmm. so I am. I, yep. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And then him and Jessica Simpson got married in like the early aughts. So I remember this. Oh god. Anyway, no. I got well, I picked myself up. I got introduced to like pop culture. Yeah. From BET. So. Yes. <laughs> so. That's, yeah. <laughs> my young understanding of like. 90 like, degrees did not make it on BET, guys. Uh-uh. So. <laughs> they definitely didn't. No. Oh, man. They weren't uh, on my radar. Oh, 90 degrees, though. Oh, man. Anyway. Let's yeah. get back to it. <laughs> okay. So, anyway. So, they, they say, like, what song would you choose? So, um, Chris would pick quit playing games with my heart but he said the wrong title yeah i can't remember what he said but they had to correct him i think um, quit playing with my heart and then yeah like, oh, quit like, playing with my heart but that's just yeah. stop quit playing games with my heart yeah um and i loved how he put the backstreet boy song in front of a 98 degree um yeah. uh, they loved that great anyway johnny says that she would have picked the one by taylor swift and vanessa had to get a dig in and says you mean two? Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, for Milton, it would have been nine and nine problems. Yeah, but it would ain't one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lydia says crazy in love. The answer. Um, okay. which I have no issues with. I like the song. Um, Stacy says my love don't cost a thing. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> oh, the last one is what got me. That's why I wrote this down. Um, Izzy says Hot and Cold by Katy mm-hmm. Perry. Mm-hmm. Aaliyah says Thank You, Next. Uh, like, yeah. yes, that's perfect as well. And this is why I wrote this down at all. Yeah. Taylor's answer is perfect. Did JP give an answer? Yeah, he did. He, he what did was his own. answer? I don't remember, but it was almost the same thing. Okay. Like they they both they both chose a song about like silence. Okay. Silence. And I yeah. clearly didn't hear him say it because I don't give a shit. But Taylor's question, answer was silent night. Yeah. I'm done. I died. I'm like, okay, this is fucking perfect. So then I literally reround and did it again so I could catch it. Oh my god, hilarious. I'm gonna actually see what what exactly JP what's his name? Yeah, JP chose. Okay. You're looking right now? Yeah. Like, okay. Just so we, we get his. Okay. I, mean, I really don't care, but okay. <laughs> you know what? Your listeners care. 
Okay, fine. My listeners care. I I think they do. <laughs> okay. Oh, the sound of silence. The sound of silence. Okay. Yeah. I don't know that song actually. Um, I think it's from a musical. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, no, my my I don't know which musical that's from. My mind is literally only Oh, off. I lied. It's not. It's Simon and Garfunkel. Oh, okay. Okay, because I was actually going to say musical, huh? Okay. It's a, it's a rock. Folk okay. rock. Yes, yes, yes. But yeah, I was I was literally going to say, I don't know anything about any musical except for Hamilton at the moment. That's where my, my mind is at still. Um, But that's it. That's the end of season five. It's the end of the reunion. Um, I hope I never see these people ever again. Oh, uh, you forgot after the altar. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, we have to see these people one more time. Yeah. For another three episodes. And then or we're done. Whatever. And then we're done. But that's it for now. That's it. That's we are happened. done with this season. Until after the altar. But yeah. That'll probably be like six months from now. Yeah, give me a little bit of time. Before I have mm-hmm. to see, I hope he pulls a shake. Uh, Uj pulls a shake, and it will come on the after the altar. But I think he's a he's a whore for attention, so he's probably gonna he's probably gonna make an appearance. Yeah, we'll see. We will see, and we'll see who shows up on the vile files. Yes, yes. I I have to yeah keep my eyes open on on Nick Vile and see what he's doing mm-hmm. with any of these love is blind people. Um, yeah. And then, I, if you want to catch Uche's podcast, it's on Misunderstood. I, you might have to watch, listen to that, and report back because <laughs> I don't okay. know if I can do it. Yeah, I could sit through that. Just put it on like two, like point five, or like even like two times speed, and just and just whiz through it. Yeah, yeah. So if you like what you heard, please share Reality Tea Times Two with everyone in your life. That's going to help with our growth. And we really want to grow this podcast. Another way you can grow it is by also rating and reviewing us on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. The links to those podcast links to the Spotify and Apple Podcasts will be in the show notes. You can find us on any of your favorite podcast apps, but if there is an app that you don't see us on, that you want to see us on, please let me know and I can get that up on my podcast app. If you are an avid YouTube user, you can listen to this podcast on YouTube by going to Reality Tea Times 2. If you want to connect with us, you can do so by connecting with us on either Facebook at Reality Tea Times 2 or Instagram and threads at Reality Tea Times 2 Podcast. You can also email us. We would love to hear from you. If you want to guest on the podcast at some point, whether we talk about your favorite show or just get to know each other, you can email us at realitytimes2 at hotmail.com and you can make that request and we can talk and we can figure that out. So you can email us at that email. We have a new website where you can get links to everything. You can get links to our Facebook page, Instagram page, threads, 
Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everything your heart's desire, as well as we do now have a Discord. So you can you can follow us and talk to us on the Discord app. You can get all of that information at the website. And the website is www.solo.to forward slash reality tea times two. I also have a new podcast with my friend Mikkel called Next Take Podcast. And you can either listen to us at YouTube at the link that's going to be in the show notes. I believe that is Next Take Podcast. And you can also go to our website. There you can have all the links to all of our social medias, email, everything. Our episodes as well will be at the website, which is www.solo.to forward slash next take podcast. All of the information, everything that I have just said will be in our show notes. Well, that's it for now, guys. Thanks. Bye.